Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for October 17th through the 23rd of 2021. So how's everyone doing with this Mercury retrograde? It's been pretty interesting over here, I gotta say. And this is the week it all picks up. So you've heard me speak about how this month has been back-to-back forward motion, little by little, week by week we can make deeper connections than we've been able to make in recent months, let's say. So around the Libra new moon, Pluto went direct that week. Last week, Saturn went direct. And this week, Jupiter and Mercury go direct along with the Aries full moon. But before I jump into the energies, first things first, trying to get this up early Friday so that you all have enough time to catch this invitation for Sunday, October 17th at 12 noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, we have another Words Across the Waters gathering. This is number seven. So I have been sharing these with you each month. There is an amazing crew gathering. Let me give you the little overview here. The Words Across the Water book party and performance series is hosted by Yeye Louisa Tish and Nana Abana. Each party in the series consists of music, art, conversation, and dramatic readings from Yeye Tish's book, Jambalaya and other selected writings. Yeye will elaborate with her wisdom and expertise as an elegant elder, which weaves together our common heritage and shared destiny as daughters and sons of Mother Africa. Words Across the Water features readings by elegant elders, luminary artists, tradition bearers, and community builders. This is such a fun crew, and I didn't even realize it. You all can click on this invitation link. They only ask a $12 donation, Totally worth it, y'all. We can also donate books because this fundraising that they're doing is to support a retreat center they've built and a literacy program that they're cultivating. And it took a while, but we now have a storage unit for the books. So if you want to donate books, there is an address for that as well. So it's just been fun for me to get involved. So I've been sharing it with you all as well. Like I said, it's all this music and poetry and conversation and books and it's taking our power back to facilitate change in our own lives, on our own levels, wherever we are, starting with what we've got, starting where we are. I love this crew. They are amazing. And most of you already know Ye Ye Tish is my teacher for this ancestor class that has me going real narrow and deep, y'all. So my apologies that I'm not as interactive as usual. I'm not scheduling as much either because I'm really trying to go deep with this class. And I'm going to take the rest of the year to do it as well. It's really important to me. I've always worked with the ancestors. I upped my game in 2006, but now it's going even deeper with the work I'm doing with Ye Ye Tish. So I highly recommend if you like this kind of cultural events to drop in and join us on Sunday afternoon. It's so, it's like going to church, y'all. You will feel better. One day I was really having a crappy morning. We had our event and I felt like a million bucks afterwards. It was crazy. It was so wonderful. So I'm grateful to these ladies and they always have a special guest. So I always look forward to seeing who that is. So that's a fun event this week. The other fun event will be me and Shanta hosting the full moon and Aries call that we do every month with her compassionate wisdom circle. So I've put a link in here for you to email me directly if you want to join us on Wednesday. It's also going to be kind of early in the day. Shanta is on the East Coast now. So the call will be five o'clock Eastern two o'clock Pacific on Wednesday, and that'll be the full moon call. So two events this week, only one of which am I presenting, 
let's say. I'll talk about the energies around the full moon and Shanta always does a fabulous meditation. But let's jump into the forecast. Also, we have a big energy day on Sunday. Jupiter goes direct and Sun squares Pluto, which is kind of a regular thing we go through, but really good to go through consciously, let's say, and consciously co-create. Jupiter goes retrograde annually, providing an opportunity to check in with the area of life where it is extending its stay. This year, it's your Aquarius house. So freedom, detachment, and community is all part of it. Jupiter helps us learn and understand things on a deeper level. And in Aquarius, we start to see how our unique contribution really matters. Each year during the retrograde, we get to edit our personal story so that we can live our authentic truth and purpose at a more embodied level going forward. We have from now until December 28th to finish up this once in 12 years opportunity to gold mine the wisdom of Jupiter and Aquarius before our education shifts back to the Pisces department and we get an incredible expansion there next. Deep breath. So this is an expansion for my fixed babies, especially Leo, Aquarius, Taurus, Scorpio. Jupiter's only there bringing luck and blessings and benevolence once every 12 years. So you can also track it three, six, nine, and 12 years as it hits those fixed signs. So it is a powerful one to connect with. It's also a powerful one to connect with if you are building community like a lot of us are. This is the year that we expand those communities in really brilliant ways. I'm excited. I can feel it. Same day, sun squares Pluto. This is a challenge to grow out of your comfort zone and into new territory. That said, with Pluto and Capricorn, 2008 to 2024, twice a year for these 16 years, when the sun is in Aries in the spring and Libra in the fall, we get an opportunity to grow and change in fundamental departments of life, which is self versus other and home versus work. This is something we all got to deal with on some level. But if you have Aries, Libra or Cancer, Capricorn, it's a little more intense and personal for you. In this case, and during these years, we are literally changing how we do all of that, self and other, home and work, right? Each year builds on the previous one, and we are now 13 years into the 16-year process of transformation. It is here that you have the most information to consciously work with as you prepare for the final three years, and ultimately what you would like to get out of your conscious efforts and dedication. Sun helps us clarify, and when working with Pluto, it usually illuminates what is not working, what has run its course, and is ready to be composted into new life, new growth, and a new direction, especially for yourself. Pluto is the purifier, distilling things back to their true and original essence. Fight that, and it can be painful. Work with it consciously, and it can be transformative, and it will heal at the deepest root of any challenge. When you work with Pluto, we're going to the root. We're working with the soul. You can use this activation to honor that which has become obvious or is highlighted in the here and now and purge or purify this energy. You are deeply supported for releasing old patterns and setting new conscious practices into action. Tie up loose ends, close multiple chapters, mourn if you must, and move on. As you do that, you will feel lighter and brighter and much more grounded in your true self, your evolved self. Okay, there's always an evolution when Pluto touches us. That's all Sunday. (laughs) Then Monday, we have Mars trining Jupiter. This is great. This energy is generally positive as you are combining your energy and desires with an expansion of consciousness. It's especially good for anything physical and bodes well for outcomes to any competition. 
You will be channeling more energy than usual, so be sure to check in with your body and stay grounded. Jupiter often brings blessings that others may perceive as luck, but it's more of an alignment between inner and outer. Even if things are hazy or crazy, do your best to visualize success and put yourself in the picture. You will have a great overall perspective of the big picture and can plan accordingly. The only caveat with this energy is to avoid being overly confident where you feel invincible. Be confident, not cocky. This energy is very good for knowing what you need and being capable of making succinct decisions about the course which will get you there. Calculated risks are the name of the game. All right, deep breath. You know what else I'm thinking, y'all, is this is the first hit with Jupiter after it goes forward. So let's think about how we edited our story this year in the Aquarius department. Okay, I can use myself as an example. Aquarius is my third house of communication and how I think and express myself. And all that's getting an upgrade. It's very similar to 2009 where I poured out constant writing and You know, there were so many magical activations that year. We had the Healing Trinity. 2009 was a big year for Aquarius, and it would have automatically affected Leo and Taurus Scorpio by default. That was the year that we did the Healing Trinity audio. Maybe that's a a fun one to review. Maybe if I have extra time on the podcast, that'll be the one I redo. But the Healing Trinity was because Chiron, Neptune, and Jupiter were all together for a year in Aquarius. Now, Neptune takes 165 years to get back to Aquarius. Chiron takes 50 years to get back to Aquarius. And Jupiter takes 12 years to get back to Aquarius. So I can't even do that kind of math that made them all line up in the same year, which was 2009. So anything that you wanted to do, tried to do, were working on, and are ready to expand from that time, this is where it's being stirred up again, let's just say. And then 2010 was Pisces. And it went into Aries. This is the zone where Jupiter speeds up a little bit. I've tracked this. It takes its time through other signs, but it speeds through this crew. I don't know why, but it does. So I think it's interesting that the first hit is Mars. After we've edited our story, now we can make some new choices and decisions, I would imagine. That being said, the same day Mercury goes forward, which means we still have a shadow period, which also reminds me to remind you of some of the Mercury goodies we have available to support us. I'm gonna put these under relevant reflections right here. And what I'd love to share with you is the pre-shadow, the actual retrograde and the post-shadow divinations and meditations because I customized each one along with some breath work to help us through each segment of the Mercury retrograde. So for those of you who were not in my class, and did not buy the goodies after the fact. Now we are coming to the post-shadow period, and this is your reminder to check in, but now I'm gonna kinda open it up because those of you who can reflect on this stuff might find some great insights upon reflection, right? Hindsight gives us a lot of clarity. So I have inserted relevant reflections with some goodies from the pre-shadow period, the actual retrograde period, which is about to wrap up, and the post-shadow period. And I'd love to hear from you if the divinations are of any use and support and relevance. But I've included the divinations, the meditations, and the breath work for all three segments 
Now, the pre-shadow period was September 6th to 26th. The retrograde period is September 26th to October 18th, and you're getting this around the 15th. And the post-shadow period is October 18th to November 5th. So this is when these goodies would be relevant. They're super useful, and they were designed for the fact that Mercury went backwards in all air signs this year. So I wanted us to have three different kinds of breath work to make that connection with our own air element and three different meditations as we did our process. Same with the divinations. The pre-shadow divinations and meditation were special for that period. Then we did a set for the actual retrograde period and a set for the post-shadow period. So check those out. Have fun. The meditations are from a book called Sunlight on Water that was channeled by Flo Magdalena, who has soulsupportsystems.org. They're really deep and wonderful, and they're helping us rewire our brains in certain ways so that we can function better on Earth. The breath works, I did the chakra breath work, which takes about five minutes to run through all the seven primary chakras. And the four directions breath work is only four minutes, but also gets you grounded really quick. The longest one is the 20-minute clear your perceptions breath work. All three really relevant for this go-round. The meditation segments we chose were hearing with no words, integrity of the new model, and understanding your relationships. So they're all worth a listen as well. Especially since this week gives us the Aries full moon, which affords us an incredible opportunity for a clean slate and deep release of that which is no longer part of our identity or purpose. It's also a good time to release anything that creates imbalance within you or blocks your true independence in the world. This full moon kicks off another year of release work, which also means you just completed a whole year of it too. So give yourself credit where credit is due. As you go forward, rather than feeling like things are overwhelming and moving too fast to process, let alone integrate, You should be able to see where you have done so much inner soul work that you can now move through your own personal processes much faster. Now, of course, this won't be the case for everyone, in which case the Aries full moon is going to shine that bright light on exactly what aspects of self have put you in this position and make you feel it until you are so uncomfortable that you finally own it. Once you own it, you can deal with it, change it and or release it altogether. But you got to own it first. Just keep in mind, this is all rhythm and patterns, which means if you pay attention, you can consciously co-create with more ease and grace and much less frustration. Any Aries moon is all about you. So do some mirror work or dig into your journals looking for your own patterns that you are finally truly over and trust that this cleansing is preparing you to be able to engage with others on a much higher level of integrity going forward. Ooh, I love it. And we're going to get together with Shanta's Compassionate Wisdom Circle. Email me directly if you'd like to drop in or get the replay. Our last activation for the week falls on Thursday, the 21st, Mars squaring Pluto. So first we had Sun, which is more about identity and purpose and clarity and direction in this moment. But Mars is who you are and what you want. And when it engages Pluto, I always call it lower will and higher will because they are sort of two octaves of the similar energy. This is a test of what you are made of on the deepest core level and will require surrender and a degree of self-awareness to navigate. 
This energy challenges you to evolve and will make you want to push through any obstacles. But you must be careful not to be so aggressive that you are stepping on anyone else to get where you are going. This is a potent energy that can facilitate major transformation in your life if you know who you are, what you want, and what you're willing to sacrifice to get there. That includes parts of yourself that may need to shift in order for you to be more effective in life. This energy can bring power struggles within or without, so be mindful because this energy is affecting everyone at this time. This is the time to tie up any loose ends if you are close to beginning anew. If you do not finish what you already have in the works, it may get in the way of things you want to do in the future. It's time to align your true inner power with balanced actions and conscious choices. Deep breath. So that's our week, everyone. Lots of extra goodies in here. Couple of events to play with. Get together with the community is always good for the soul. I got to tell you, we weren't meant to walk this earth alone. So join us on Sunday the 17th for Words Across the Waters to support a retreat center in Ghana and a literacy program that we're developing. And join us Wednesday the 20th for Aries Full Moon with Shanta Gabriel, who channels a beautiful meditation every time we get together. All right, everyone, reach out if you need to. Enjoy the Mercury Direct. Start preparing for a slight forward movement in certain areas, but remember that as soon as it clears, the post-shadow period, Venus goes in, and we got to assess them all together different things. Still very personal, though. So just remember, everything's a response to the last thing in preparation for the next thing. So let's do it as consciously as possible. Check out those goodies and reach out if you need to. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for being part of my community. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.